Gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike. And welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I am Jared. Jared, how are you today? Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty all right. Pretty all right. Can't complain. Nice. How about you? I'm not as pretty as you, but I am all right. Oh. <laughs> Zing. Oh, wow. Gotcha. <laughs> this is, I did not see that coming. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was I was gonna say speaking of things people didn't see coming, but I didn't have anything to follow that up with. So we'll move right on along. <laughs> speaking of things people didn't see coming, including you, the follow up to what you were gonna say. Wow. You didn't even see it coming. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the Devolver Metaforecast, where we talk about what we're talking about as we talk about it. <laughs> Syntax is God here, and uh, please keep track of your antecedents. Jared, in recent Devolver news, Monkey Island's release date was announced. Yes, it was. Yes, it, it was. was. It was. For September 19th, also, also known popularly as International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> Jared, would you favor us with some pirate speech? Arr, matey, let me see that booty. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I could bottle that and sell that on the Unity App Store. That is beautiful. <laughs> that's a soundbite. <laughs> everybody's going to use it now. <laughs> everybody's going to use that in every game, even if there's no pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've also got Inscription coming to PlayStation August 30th. That's which is true. Yep. even sooner. There's a lot of exciting stuff there. Jared, I did the responsible thing. I did Devolver News right at the beginning of the forecast. Is this a first? This is the first time I've, like, done it. It's, like, a formal thing. Like, you know, usually it's, like, you know, the standard, like, muddle. Like, what I'm doing right now, where it's just, like, muddle and mumble and talk through and, like, be like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we should tell people about Devolver stuff. You're on top of it. On top on, of it this time. I'm on top of it, Jared. I'm on top of it. You forgot to say, though, with the uh, announcement of uh, Monkey Island, we do have a... You can get pre-orders now, and there's a special bonus if you pre-order. That's right. There's a special bonus of pre-order horse armor. Yeah, that just sits in your inventory. It does absolutely nothing. S and you... You can have it in your inventory. Wow. If you pre-order now. What an... Uh, what an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Jared you know who is good at letting people know about things not us <laughs> it's not us Jared no who who it's who, aggressively who not us uh, I believe the group of people known as the influencers Jared the streamers the the tubers the let's players the we watchers uh, 
influencers, Jared, they like to share information with people and share experiences, Jared. Share real virtual experiences, Jared. You keep repeating my name and it's making me very uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> Good. I feel like you're about to, like, drop something on me right now. <laughs> Jared, I'm about to drop... I'm about to drop some knowledge on you, Jared. Did you realize that influencers don't always actually know what to tell the world either? What? No, no. it's true. And there's <laughs> the worst segue I've ever done. Jared, there's there's a class of people that let influencers know what they need to tell the world. And the influencers <laughs> take that information and they disseminate it to the world. I'm completely inaccurately describing what Clara does. Welcome to the Devolver Fortcast, Fort Clara. Christatunity. Christatunity. <laughs> I just kept screaming that in my head the whole time listening to you describe it. I'm like, when are they going to talk? <laughs> This is crisis and opportunity all combined into one. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is a common reaction to any time I try to say anything cogent. Uh, hi, Claire. How's it going? You know, you know, keeping on, keeping on. I am finally over my jet lag. I was in Japan for 16 days during oh, the launch and <laughs> called to the lamb. That was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, coming back, going backwards in time, 16 hours to come back to Canada. Yeah. I sucked. That sucked? That yeah, going there I had no issues. Like I like sixteen hours ahead, I was like, oh my god, I'm finally like an, a morning person. <laughs> I think I've never been that before in my entire life. I was getting up at like six, seven in the morning, yeah. freaking taking trains like a city over just to see deer and stuff. It was like the best <laughs> fucking time. And then I come back to Canada, I, the food disagreed with me too. Like the in Japan I ate twice as much and pooped half as much. That's like I don't know, some incredible That's phenomenon, a, like some science that I am very much into. Very um, efficient. Yeah, but like, I come back to Canada, and, <laughs> and I was like, I can't stay awake for more than 20 minutes. Like, everything makes me want to die. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm back now, so I'm feeling a lot better. Great, good. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot you got to, you, y'all were over in Japan for that. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. I uh, went to three cities, uh, Osaka, Kyoto, and Tokyo. Nice. Uh, I brought all of the knowledge 30 days with Duolingo gave me. Nice. Uh, so, of course, I threw nothing but uh, 24-hour parties with 100 chairs in the room, inviting all your brothers, but I will not speak with them. Oh, <laughs> And uh, kind of I drank alone the whole time. Yeah, Duolingo okay. literally teaches me. And it's because it's not modular at all. Uh-huh. You think it's modular, but it's not. It's just pre-recorded lines that uh-huh. they just like make you either repeat or, you know, like say, like type in English or say in Japanese, like just choose the words over and over again. Yeah. So I now have a personality complex. Like I now think I do. I just drink alone all the time. <laughs> I will not speak to any of your brothers. I don't have a family. Um, (laughs) I'm constantly inviting foreign exchange students on Wednesday and Friday. Who? Uh, I don't (laughs) Who is is this for? Who is the Duolingo in Japanese for? I don't know. No, don't bring your brothers. No, I live alone. Don't bring your brothers. I don't talk to family. (laughs) I 
Come over, I, I've got I, I thought chairs. that, you know, where's the bathroom would be one of the first lessons. It's like unit two of the whole, like, it's, it's like many lessons later that I learned how to say, where's the bathroom? <laughs> like the second lesson I learned, she's an attractive lawyer. Or a cool lawyer. <laughs> I can literally say that. Yeah. Please, <laughs> kind of please. Joa, yeah, I want to hear it. How do you say it? How do you say that? <laughs> like, I can say she's an attractive lawyer all day long. And it took me, it, I was like well, two and a half weeks in before I could ask, like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> she just keeps asking about all her attractive I can say my friend's meat is tasty. And uh, a bunch of other things that are completely useless. But actually, you know what? It did. It did. Act, I did learn it to like, you know, converse in in Japan. I just wanted it to to enhance my experience there because my first time in Japan. It's always been a dream destination of mine. Like, you know, must go there before I die. Now I can die. Everything's fine now. Congrats. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I permit. I give, my, <laughs> give myself permission to kick the bucket. Um, but no, I just wanted to. Cause now I can read like hiragana and katagana, so I could. I just you know went around reading signs. I don't know what they meant, but I can read them and like I can overhear some things. I can like ask for you know like just like little bits of things, and it it, it did make the trip like more enriched, I guess. And I was able to like help. Uh, Dennis, I think his name from Hotline Miami, and oh. he's a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and I was able to converse, like, to tell the server that he doesn't eat meat or fish because they kept trying to offer him vegetarian dishes that had meat, meat in them. <laughs> you know, like just little things like that. It was it was pretty cool, and of course, I got to say all the things I learned from Duolingo in front of uh, Skeleton Crew. We got to hang out with Skeleton Crew oh, there, nice. um, so. Uh, Moss, what uh, I, I was, I was regaling him, and he, he's like, nobody says that. I'm like, I know, I know. It's, it's like, what? Please drink milk. Who says that? <laughs> Your doctor. Yeah. So, well, no, actually, my doctor says stop drinking milk. You're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Like fuck you, I like ice cream and cheese. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 kind of what makes life worth living. Ice cream and yeah. cheese. Yeah, I'm not like lactose intolerant to the point where I I'm in pain. It's like, like I'm basically a bad friend level of sure. lactose intolerance. Sure. Like if I have cheese, like we'll hear you shouldn't about be it. around me. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's your fault, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, you, you know, when I asked you to be on here, you said that you'd been on here before, but I think before you were, you were still at Sandbox. I was, I was at the agency. So this is before. your first time as a Devolver employee on the forecast. Yes. Welcome, true. Clara, our A-S-S-R-I-M. Um, what does that stand for again? Assistant to the regional influencer manager. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's Asrim, right? I'm just double checking. Asrim. I didn't. I didn't yes, miss exactly. you. Yes, exactly. Okay. Thank that you. That is. That's how you pronounce it. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah. How's that been? Uh, it has been dandy. Good. <laughs> Fine to ups hear. Ups and downs, of course. Sure. But yeah, yes. <laughs> it's been dandy. Next question. Um, no, it's, it's had its ups and downs, of course, as, yeah. as with all, uh, you know, 
um, learning experiences, and it's always a learning experience in this field because every launch is different, every mm-hmm. project is different, every activation is different, and the people you work with change over time. Surprise, surprise. So um, it's 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 always a fun ride, though, and there's yeah. always lessons learned. Nice. So uh, yeah, and we had a really great start of a run. <laughs> Call. A uh, Cult of the Lamb being the, the latest one, and prior to that, uh, Card Shark mm-hmm. was uh, a pretty pretty good one mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, really hit some, mm-hmm. really hit some fine mm-hmm. notes. Um, and even before, you know, with 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 some of the launches that that may not have hit the highs that you know in general that we we all wish every title would hit. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, as far as influencers went. There were still a lot of wins, you know, yeah. um, where they read the key points, they read the talking notes, and they were still like, no, you shut up. This game is not about the combat. It's about the cinematic experience. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Yes, read the talking points. How specific. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Cult of the Lamb, I mean, the, the campaign was, this one was like a really huge success, right? I mean, it hit on all cylinders, like everything really clicked with this one yeah i would say so yes uh so the game inherently has appeal uh and that's one of the things that i actually really enjoy doing uh both at the agency and now at devolver is playing new games that come in Mm -hmm. um pitches that come in that make it past like a you know first couple of rounds and then giving feedback on them and seeing how it resonates or it could resonate with influencers that's that's part of the expertise that i provide here is anticipating uh, set expectations for reception by influencers. Not every mm-hmm. game needs to, you know, soar with influencers. We, mm-hmm. that, that just isn't possible with every game type, even genre type for the most part. Um, but when I get, like, really excited about a game, I get super excited about it, and I try to barge my way <laughs> into a lot of things <laughs> that are outside of my scope. Um, so with uh, Cult of the Lamb, like, the, the second I played it, I was like, we need like immediately now we need merch for this like yeah. now yeah i need it immediately and then the second major opportunity I identified and this was like in 2020, 2021 um and i was like the second thing is we need like twitch integration yeah. somehow in here definitely because it's this is this is like basically what twitch chat is right like yeah. your own little your own personal cult they're literally your who, followers Exactly, and they will revolt against you if you do something stupid, and they'll praise you and like want to be part of your following if you're if you're awesome. And Granted, they will, they will also love and praise people for being stupid. Oh yeah, I mean all of it, and they'll ask ask you to feed them bowls of poop, and they'll they'll say yes, thank you, more please, sir. You know, <laughs> so nutritious. Um, yeah, so that was those. Two things. I mean, the merch is, is more of a like a nice to have. That's sure. that's outside, you know, what really influences influencers for the most part. But the the Twitch integration was was pretty huge. Uh, yeah. So I got in contact with a contractor who did Baldur's Gate threes, Baldur's Gate threes uh, Twitch extension, and um, what is that game called? Uh, oh, League of Legends. <laughs> oh, just oh. <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> Uh, an extension for them. I don't know if he did the extension for them or an extension. I really, I, I don't know what all goes into the production of like integration for a sure. game like League of Legends. 
but like he he did all that so uh we got him connected with the devs talked about it and we all kind of agreed yes let's let's try this out and see what happens and it was a resounding success despite like a week's worth of troubleshooting because it got hammered oh when the game came out yeah it was like so popular everyone was using the extension big big streamers with you know like tens of thousands of viewers and it was uh just you know a week of like oh what now what now (laughs) and and you know uh but even then and you, you don't see this from streamers too, too often where they will like just relentlessly continue to tr- like bang their heads against something for a new IP to get it to work. It's just usually like, it doesn't work. Well, fuck that. Move on. Right. Yeah. Like even their own hardware sometimes like, oh, that mic isn't working. Fuck that. Move on. You know, like the yeah. show must go on. Right. But the like this extension was so effective that the chat was like you know constantly begging yeah. <laughs> their streamers to be like is it on yet is it Do working it. yet can you check again it was working on dan's stream can you check it you know like they just really wanted to be part of of the action um so it was it was very cool and i have you know numbers to support it now i did a lot of like digging um and we want to hopefully at least i do i want to hopefully continue doing this for games where it makes sense yeah yeah no it's it's really exciting that we before you came along, we'd like talked about it with like Gorn. Like, you know, I'd been like, oh, we could do this with Gorn. Like, people in the audience could do stuff, but like, we didn't know people. Like, we didn't have those connections. Like, you got your guy and stuff like that. And it's, it's nice to see these things actually like really starting to happen because mm-hmm. it is a real wonderful opportunity for, for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's, a, it's something new about this, not new, but like a little more rare about this extension is the fact that it's an extension. Cause a lot of, there are a lot of, uh, games out there now that use Twitch integration. Right? So there's a distinction here. This Twitch integration is more of like an umbrella term of like anytime you, or chat integration, you know, that you involve chat in some way. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, the easiest way to do it, I think is in the game where chat just types commands. In the chat, and it gets flooded with like you know exclamation point yes exclamation yeah. point vote or whatever right things like that. Um, whereas the extension is like a layer that's it's a programming like thing that I don't because I am a boob like a left boob when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I understand like the the implication. So like it, it sits on top of the stream. It's like a layer that's separate that's user end only. So only the viewer sees it and they can opt in or out so they don't have to see it and participate if they don't want to. It doesn't clog up chat. It's just part built into the UI of their stream and they click around um, and it's it's so robust. It mirrors, it takes all the assets from inside the game so that they can create their, the customize their followers mm-hmm. um, through the same interface that the streamer would be seeing mm-hmm. if they were creating it in the game. And then there's other things like hindering and uh, helping the... Uh, what do you call it the the streamer <laughs> what do you call them <laughs> the streamer <laughs> um and again not done through chat typing and clogging that up it's all done through like you click directly on the stream if you want to participate uh, and then the third thing is contributing channel points which is a free currency you get it for just watching a stream following a stream etc um and you can you know there's other ways of accumulating channel points but it's it's been really fun to see like that sort of interaction um, and how chat then like takes ownership. Like it's it's really really hilarious for me to, to see someone go from like let's say Dan Giesing stream and go to Northern Lion stream and say, Oh my god, thank you're feeding us fish? Oh 
I only got grass gruel in Dan's dream. You know, like they were just hopping around telling the stories of their experience collectively. And it doesn't even matter if they were picked to be like actually in the game. They just all felt an ownership to the streamer's experience. So that was that's incredible. That was the goal. Yeah, that was that was the goal. And all these like stories of like, oh my god, you killed me, or like, how could you? And so many clips on social. Um, and the the biggest for me supporting number is the fact that like usually when streamers, YouTubers, any influencers uh, promote a new game, their viewer ratio, like their viewership, goes down either a little or a lot depending on like what the game is, how much hype there is, if it's AAA, etc. Um, and so that's part of why if you want to get youtubers like an influencer to cover your game at a specific time basically you're floating it up you're never you don't ever pay them for their interest they have to already want to play the game and like the game you're paying them to prioritize it above other opportunities and other games um so that they play it when you want to them to play it right um and part of the reason for compensation whether it's monetary or otherwise uh is because you're making up for the difference in viewership so, like, let's okay. say there was, they they normally play, I don't know, Don't Starve. That's, that's like, their main shtick. Their viewership is high because of that. And then yeah. they play a new game. Their viewership will always suffer during yeah. that time. This is the rare case where it was beneficial to play Cult of the Lamb. It was 200, during the first week after launch, 216% positive viewership if you play, on average, if you play Whoa. Cult of the Lamb. Because people were staying in the category like hungry for more streams <laughs> so if you played it you got on average more viewers than if you were to play your regular game that's just mind-blowing that's to wild. me do you think that's yeah. largely to do with the uh with the the overlay app thing a hundred percent yeah yes for sure like the game inherently has appeal right like i said when sure. i first played i was like oh my god it's so pretty uh sounds great you know like it's uh, like it's beautiful I'm familiar with the previous work because I actually, Massive Monster is a developer. Uh, I actually, at the agency, helped them with Adventure Pals, uh, which is one of the previous games. Uh, so I did their influencer strategy for that. Um, and it's, it's got a very similar style to that. I'm not sure if you've ever played it. it, it you play a, It's a co-op game. It's a guy with a giraffe in his backpack that swings his tongue like a helicopter to help you glide. <laughs> oh. Um, <clears throat> it's fantastic. Um, so... I have no idea what the hell I was saying. Um, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, yes. It is It is definitely because of that. So the game, because it has the art style, it's got the music, it's got the theme, like the theme is great, and the genre match of the gameplay yeah. itself, um, it, 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 you still won't, wouldn't have seen this level of stickiness with yeah. influencers if yeah. not for the extension. And we definitely led with Twitch first because of the extension. Yeah. Uh, of course, YouTube was involved as well, and TikTok, even some Instagram, um, but for the most part, we led with Twitch and then had that kind of the hype trickle out that way. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, of course, I gave like early access to like key YouTubers as well mm-hmm. um, and major, major fans. I don't just stick with only big channels. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I hope to do it again in the future with lessons learned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, fucking flashback to... I mean, the with the extension getting like hit so hard, it was like flashbacks to Fall Guys servers. It was like, oh, this yeah. game's so popular, the extension is getting hammered. 
Yeah, that's actually what Vieco said because you know at the eleventh hour, I, I was said I was a warning. Uh, so Thomas at uh, Streaming Toolsmith is the contractor. Mm. Uh, Thomas Tuts. I don't know how to say it properly. I hope that's. I hope it's not close. Tuts. It's well. I mean, I don't. He. I think he's in Belgium. So I don't know. Maybe it's it two. could be a Thomas. Tuts. It could be two. <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I was staggering. There was a preview period a week beforehand where I curated about 250 or so influencers to receive preview access, which is roughly half the game, uh, to just get in there, right? And then build mm. excitement for launch. So we have a concerted, like, boom for launch. Mm. Um, and, and I had warned that, like, this is a staggered approach, okay? This is not going to be remotely close to what launch is going to look like. And it was already struggling. <laughs> during the preview period because you know we had people with like you know tens of thousands of viewers even then right yeah um but still it it wasn't it's not gonna like that's just one at a time you know like a coke carnage or or a lyric or whatever like it's that's only like one big streamer at a time usually or or an ellen zoka but like come launch you're gonna get several of those at once plus like hundreds to thousands of other smaller streamers all contributing to a clusterfuck (laughs) um and it still happened uh so basically we had to pull vieco and krister uh from their project because we're also supposed to do a twitch drops campaign in fact we have some cool assets already made by the devs approved by twitch it's like all ready to go it's supposed to be there for launch um but we pulled vieco and krister to help with the extension because this was more important but at least now we have like i mean it could have even been bigger maybe uh because this whole twist shots campaign is literally to get more viewers yeah. <laughs> um so uh vieco was like oh my god this is fall guys all over again <laughs> He's, he had like fall guys ptsd yeah <laughs> Like, if I could see PTSD in text, I saw that from Vieco. <laughs> <was> like, ooh. <laughs> Does that mean that there's still a uh, potential Twitch Drops campaign? Yes, to it look is still going to happen. We'll just time it. I'm going to sync it for the whatever our next like major yeah. update is because the devs have blissfully uh, planned quite a bit of free content to come in the future. Nice. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna stay i have no idea like at, at the moment i think i think it said free content to come we should promise expensive content and yeah that's what i was free, like i was like not a five like, oh, yeah. <laughs> i still remember like a, a while ago we had like i think you were on that call J- uh, jam uh marking we're discussing that it's it's like a 20 it's the price point uh and i was like no dudes charge more <laughs> this game is like gold yeah. <laughs> um and uh i remember <laughs> a certain someone I won't name them um, said that I I would need to dye my hair pink, which is a joke because the hair is already pink, like pink if the game suffers because I pushed for a higher price point. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I think you need to dye your hair pink now. <laughs> oh snap! But like I'm like all for the money, you know, like because <laughs> money means the devs can make more games in the future. Yeah. Um, like I'll, I'll always do whatever it takes to get <laughs> more money for our devs. Nice. So yes, expensive content to come. <laughs> Look forward to that, everybody. <laughs> High priced content to come. High quality, <laughs> bespoke content. <laughs> I love that. That should be. It should be part of like our our pitches. Bespoke is such a buzzword. I love that word. It's, it's a good so one. stupid. Yeah, it's just it's just so ridiculous. Bespoke. Makes me think of a, a wheel on a on a ship, for some reason. 
not really sure. Like like a wheel you'd use because to drive a pirate ship. I think it's the spokes, but also because <laughs> I imagine like handcrafted wood things when I think of a spoke. So my brain just comes up with like the steering wheel of a pirate ship. <laughs> when I was a lot younger, I thought bespoke like was the, it was actually bespoken. And it, it's oh. like, because <laughs> I, I don't know, I didn't know English like too well sure. at the time. And like, I was like, so why do people, <laughs> and because uh, my dad had like uh, some business friends. So I heard that word a lot, yeah. bespoke. And I thought it was bespoken. I'm like, so why is it so important that people bespoken things you know like <laughs> i'm i'm i always be speaking things <laughs> like <what? laughs> fantastic I, no <laughs> I mean i'm i'm born and raised in america first language and i had not heard the, i didn't hear the word until i was like 30 and i was like what the fuck is that where did that come from because <laughs> you've always been speaking i've always okay, yeah i've always you always speaking. be speaking Welcome to the Revolver Digital Forecast, where we, where we, we, damn it, fuck it, god damn it. We be speaking. We be speaking. Welcome to the Revolver Digital Forecast, where we be speaking to you. There we go. (laughs) Perfect. Um, You've mentioned, uh, I mean, I've got a couple things, like, that I want to ask about. Maybe I'll just kind of rough them out, and you'd pick which one you like first. But, like, I want to know about kind of, like, influencer beats, like, how you handle those in Cult of the Lamb, generally, like, how you handle those if you have a template for that. Um, but then also, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, that it's not always just the biggest streamers that we go for. We look for people no, that yeah. are big fans that are really excited about it. And I'm curious how you find, you know, people that aren't big, you know, that aren't the known names, but are also, you know, people that are very interested in a particular project or, you know, yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, okay. So I'll answer, I guess the first question first is template. Like, is there a template? I have like a, like a format that yeah. I kind of tweak here and there as I discover things that I'm constantly trying to make it shorter because everyone gets too many emails. I, as a small, small streamer, I'm a tiny ass streamer now, uh, super casual. I haven't streamed in a month. In fact, <laughs> um, I still get 30 to 40 emails from developers uh, yeah. a day wow. to play their games. Yeah. And I'm tiny. Just imagine like how many emails how many DMs, etc., like a big influencer gets. So yeah. short, condensed, concise, like as, as small as I can be, as like like look at this, you know, <laughs> as I can be for like important information, like embargo times, and here's your code, ah! you know, like <laughs> how can I do that without making it look like a 1990s like website, like MySpace page with like marquee flashing. Um, <laughs> So I do have a general template, which, you know, changes over time here and there. If I have, like, some brilliant 3 a.m. idea of, like, ooh, I want it to look like this. Aha, look at me, I'm MailChimp. Um, other, other than that, I spend actually quite a lot of time crafting the opening uh, pitch, which yeah. is usually one, two paragraphs at most. And the paragraphs are, like, three or less sentences each. Yeah. Uh, three or fewer. Damn it. Um, <laughs> and, and so I... Tr- I, part of my job is to actually play the games that we pitch if it's like an influencer heavy game mm-hmm. uh, and I played like 50 plus hours of Cult of Lamb, troubleshooting etc um, and and figuring out like the essence of it and what would really like what can I use out of this game to appeal to certain influencers and it depends on who I'm talking to so if I'm talking to like a like an Animal Crossing influencer like someone who just primarily covers that game or Stardew Valley or whatever I will focus it like I'll, I'll have a few templates so you know they'll get that one where where it's like you know it's if it's got it really highlights the 
village sim colony sim aspect of things mm-hmm. and the villager management interpersonal you know the animals that sort of thing and if it's more like a, an, an isaac or a a roguelike action sort of a youtuber or a streamer i'll more you know focus on that side of things um but so i try to pick what the essence is in as few words as possible and then throw in some buzzwords to <laughs> to like you know influencers like to sound smart and, and sure. they like to have like fun facts in this case the fun facts were uh, the fun fact was over the garden wall gravity falls and horror films being the art inspiration hmm for for this game i thought like that's that's super cool because it's like a little bit niche not everyone knows about those shows but like the people who do are like i'm 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 such a fan i'm such a fan and they will definitely talk about it such a fan of those shows i love both of those shows (laughs) uh, a ton gravity falls is super underrated and i you know am not like a huge fan of shows that highlight that uh, like star small children Mm. i could only take their piercing voices for so long (laughs) And, uh, but I love that show. <laughs> um, anyways, so the, like the, the, the headline points were it, Twitch integration enabled, which, I mean, that's huge, right? Twitch integration. Ah! And at the time, Twitch drops. Ah! Ooh, let's not talk about that. Um, genre mashup. Drop the drops. Yeah. <laughs> Approachable. That was a, a big one because I wanted to set the right. You always have to set the right expectation because like, part of the pitch is not just to get people to play the game, but to get people who shouldn't play the game to not play the game. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want people who are not gonna like this game to play this game. That's that's my goal every time is to get people who should play the game to play the game. People who shouldn't play the game don't play this game. Yeah. I'll still probably pitch them depending on if they're like usually like in my stable and they want to know about everything that we do, uh, or I know that they're probably gonna look at it if it becomes popular because mm-hmm. you know they want the viewership right and they'll they'll chase and then that's the life of an influence. You chase where the viewers are for the most part. Um, and, and I want them to know, like, uh, this might not be the game for you, but like, and not like, I'm not negging them. <laughs> I'm sure, just like, yeah, this yeah. is what it is. Uh, and so one of the words I use is approachable. It is more approachable because it is quite easy. You know, like, so I, I play a lot of roguelikes. It is quite an easy game uh, when it comes to difficulty. Yeah. And I play sim games too. So it's, it's, it's an approachable uh, take on both sides of, of the genre mashup, the rogue, the, the room-based action roguelite with a yeah. T, uh, and the village colony sim side, um, but it's the it's the whole package that sells, right? Like the whole theme of it, the the art, the music, the just I mean, it's so salt smooth and and fluid the way the two sides work together. And then the Twitch integration all wrapped in a bow. So I spent actually a lot of time workshopping that line, you know, and, and yeah. it, with Card Shark, I did the same thing, of course, uh, where I picked, like, what is the essence of this game? Why would people want to play it? And who do I want to track to play it? Um, and the, the, the little tidbit I threw in for that is, like, it's largely inspired by Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> Barry <laughs> Linden. And I'm like... There's going to be like a large percentage of influencers who do not know what that is, but they will want to know now. They will Google it, and they're going to tell people. And they did. I heard that line so many times. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with um 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 like well, Stanley Kubrick? Yes, yeah, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> it's <laughs> not I, one of his I, better I, known I, works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you know, you know. <laughs> but it's uh. I, I I love that though. I mean, it's um. 
I like the fact that they they want to they want to be like super involved. They want to get into the, like the history and the lore yeah. of of things, and they want to share it. That's like the, my favorite part of influencers: is the fact that they like to share. Yeah. Um. And and it's it's with no other real motive behind quite a bit. Obviously, like it, you know, part of it is because they have partnerships, they have brand deals, they have sponsorships, and you know they get paid for some of it, and and they need to make money. They need to make revenue from viewership. Uh, and and subscriptions and all that jazz, sure. Yeah. But at the heart of things, there is an authenticity to it. I, you know, I hate that word by now because I've been living it for like the past few years, um, selling it. But like, there is an authenticity to it. They genuinely, genuinely like to share parts of yeah. their lives, some of it, <laughs> uh, sure. and what they're doing, what they love, and and this was like the perfect opportunity to involve their audiences. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. The second part of the question. Oh, yeah, sure. How I mean, yeah. do I find them? I watch like five streams at a time, like all day long, every day. <laughs> like it's yeah. just in the background. <laughs> and then like what happens after streams is they'll like, you know, move from they'll raid another channel. And then like yeah. by the end of the day, I'm like six streams deep into like some channels that I've never heard of. I also just like watch a lot of videos on YouTube. I like literally just, you know, what's hot now. Yeah. I'll go to maybe say a Splattercat Gaming or Wonderbot or Northern Line or whoever plays like variety indies, and I'll just like from there, who else is playing that game? Is this game big? How you know? How did it land? What is it that they were picking out? And I just I just keep finding more and more people. You know, my my stable of like regulars that I kind of review is like in the two thousands now. That's just like who I just Ooh. review for every game. Um, and then there's you know I find tons more per title that are more relevant that are like specifically relevant. Yeah. And some of it is just like algorithm. I'm just like a slave to the algorithm. I just search for similar game types and like who's who's playing that, um, and and how are they presenting themselves? There are like people who have who are very small, very small channels, like thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's and yes, that is small. Um, <laughs> you, I don't know, thousands like whoa, it what a like number. A lot, yeah. <laughs> if I had a thousand hot dogs, I don't know what I would do. Um, but it's. It, it, they, but they'll have like really good presentation in the reviews like or like a very unique take on how they do things or like just like something that i think would be cool like a dev would love to see a puppet playing their game you know like mm -hmm. or like I've, I've been for some reason in contact with aew wrestlers for the past year and a half um and I, just because they like video games and i keep sending them games to play evil Perfect. uno plays almost all of our games uh love that guy uh, so yeah, it's just I constantly discovering through organic searches, through algorithm suggestions, uh, through recommendations from people I already talked to and know in the influencer world, yeah. um, and it, that that's 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 quite literally what it is. It's just I, I'm just always searching and looking. And then there's the other aspect of like just on, I'm I'm active on social. I've been active in the past week for various reasons. Sure, but like it, there's like I, I'm quite active on social. Uh, and, and so from there, I'm able to like interact with people that I, uh, don't normally, I'm not in their spheres normally, Yeah. but they can see who I'm associated with. Uh, and they can see that I have some credibility. I'm not some, some random person and like, why, you know, um, why not respond to this person? Uh, so I have visibility there as well. I do have like general intake forms that I create where people can just like, they don't need to know me. They don't need to know how to contact me. Here's a form. If you want a game, it's all on our influencer webpage on devolverdigital.com. Um, what is that? Influencers.devolverdigital.com? Uh, influencers or just devolver.gg. 
Um, and and you can access all of our games that are accepting code requests. Uh, of course, after launch, the code requests, you know, the approvals go way down because at that point we're like, <laughs> buy, buy it. Game. Yeah, yeah. Now you can buy it. Yeah. Woo. Uh, and and that's just usually what happens, right? Usually after a game comes out for a while, the big influencers who, are, who have caught on like way later, they can afford to buy the game. Like this is just like part of what they do. It's just yeah. the tax write off. We just buy the game, and so you're you're left with like you know people who who uh, don't necessarily have the same impact. And by then, kind of the the boat has not sailed, but maybe we'll save them for like a, a future sort of a beat or something. Yeah, because we're not. Like at that point, we're, we're we've shifted our focus a bit, and then we're you know on to the next game as well. Not that we've abandoned the last game, but um, that's that's usually how that goes. But but you can put your name in there, and I will say that if I see your name in there a lot and nothing has changed over like a year, you, I mean this is just what happens with a lot of people who just stare at walls of like thousands and thousands of <laughs> like applications every month. Uh, is you'll start to develop trends, and you don't want to be in the negative trends, so just. Be careful if you do apply, if anyone out there is an influencer and you're up and coming and you're listening to this. If you are interested in getting into the green list, the approvals list, or, you know, the, the best thing is to become part of anyone stable of people that, they, you know, you get everything from them because they just love your work and they're fans of yours. It doesn't matter how big or small you are. Um, you just, like, watch what you're doing um, and assess whether or not you're actually getting approved, if you're just constantly getting ignored or denied or, or what what have you, then maybe take a beat. Like take just take a breath and it stop applying for a bit because you're you're starting to get into the red zone where now people are auto declining you, declining you when they see your name. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just like one of the biggest tips I can give influencers. Don't follow that advice of like just take your shot, man. Uh, that's not good advice. That's terrible advice. Well, I mean, you like, take your shot, but you don't repeatedly take the same shot over and exactly. over again. I'm always going to shoot for that lady in the stands over there. <laughs> At one yeah. point, it'll work. It's not going to work. <laughs> that lady's just going to sue you. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good. <laughs> good, good, good for that lady to get litigious about it. Um, I mean, we all can't stop talking about Kung Fu Quickness uh, as probably the greatest streamer known to humankind. Um, <laughs> Are you a fan of Kung Fu Quickness? That's so funny. You, oh, you know Kung Fu Quickness? Of course you do. I do, yeah. Uh, oh, I miss that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. <laughs> Shout out to Kung Fu Quickness. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I used to, like, every time I send codes to uh, SD89, oh, yeah. I also sent a code to... I don't know why, I just grouped the two of them together. Yeah, they're they're the same person to me. Uh, and I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> you just brought his name up, like, why do I know that name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've heard from him in a while, or if yeah. it's just like... And, and, you know, that's one thing, too, is, like, even if... If uh, maybe you're not in like a, the the usual like roster, but yeah. like you know sometimes you get games and sometimes you don't. It does. It's it's nothing personal, you know. Like things change. If a game is like massive, like for instance, Cult of the Lamb versus uh you know a card shark or um or I I don't want to keep throwing out names because now it's it just but like a game that doesn't have as much hype, right? Yeah. But is just as good. Um, the more applications you get, the more you've got to like move that bump up that line. 
the the threshold. And so, like, you know, I I can't be sending out 3,000 free game keys, (laughs) you know, um, for a game. I've got to draw that line. And it it keeps, it does shift constantly um, so that we still have, like, a a good ratio. um, And then just keep reassessing. Uh, One of the reasons I don't send out decline notices is because that, first of all, exposes me (laughs) to, like, a lot of people who don't necessarily have the best interests in mind because yeah. um, I'm just like, you know, here's my email. You didn't get a code, but here's my email. Yeah. Oh my God, that was a disaster for Fall Guys. <laughs> oh no. Oh, for, I sent, oh my God. I sent, I didn't send decline notices, but I sent beta keys because they, you know, expire, right? It's, it's really low risk. I sent like so many beta keys to freaking everybody. Yeah. And my God, my inbox never recovered thankfully that was at the agency still before i joined evolver and now yeah. <laughs> clean slate i'm never doing but that again do we need to get a special email set up like declined at devolverdigital.com but at the same time like like i said things change all the time so like if sure. you're declined in this like i i never do one wave of code sense like you know That's, done yeah. i've sent all the codes it only took a night you know it's it's yeah. multiple waves and sure. it's like for for cult of the land we had several several waves and different instructions for each because we're flipping them from the you know, preview build to the whatever and also protecting the default branch so that people who just got the code um didn't get access to it right away etc so it's it, it's it's always like a lot of waves and even if you're no now maybe maybe you're a yes later and it's just that's just way too much work for one person sure. to be like no now but maybe later and there's like a, and, and also like half the people my god before who asked for, like, I did send decline notices. I did a few experiments, a few projects where I did send decline notices. And, like, half the people were like, this is just depressing to get. Why'd you say anything at all? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you just can't win, so I might as well go, like, do, a little, do the lesser work. Yeah. Because it's, it was just brutal either way. So yeah, every once in a while, you get, yeah, take some flack for, like, how come you don't send decline notices? It's, like, depressing to not hear anything. Like, well, you know. I'm sorry. Like, what, what do you want me to do? It's depressing to be declined is really the situation you're in. All, yeah, There's no way I can help with that. Oh, my God. I got one person who got a no and, like, completely regaled me on my job. It was email oh. after email of, like, I don't know if you're aware, but I am a content creator, which means I create content. Oh, I and all of my viewers will buy your game when they watch me play your game as a content creator creating content of your game it was it was so ridiculous and like and i can give you more advice if you just send me a code and i just i usually just ignore these i you know delete them whatever but th- this one time i got totally influenced by social media i got totally peer pressure in responding and i was like what are your other ideas? I just like, <laughs> and I got, I got more ideas. Oh my God. They were terrible ideas. Oh, no. I, I had to like even say, cause I did post it. I mean, I scrubbed out names and everything. Sure. So, but, I think I've seen this one. Yeah. But I posted it and I was like, Oh, also PS devs. If you're reading this, do not take any of this advice. It's <laughs> terrible. Don't be sending out 10 keys to every streamer for them to give away because it's not good for your game. Despite what this person claims, uh, my lord, don't go into people's streams while they're playing other games and say, "Hey, I just released a game. You want to switch and play my game instead?" That's not good advice. <laughs> Claire, how are gray markets supposed to thrive if you're not giving out 10 keys per streamer? <laughs> Clara. Oh my god. 
it was it was like a thread of it and then he yeah. i had to give up because he paywalled more advice he was like okay now i will like <laughs> i have more ideas but uh i feel like this is you know becoming a one-sided he said something like that He's sign like, up for it, my master yeah. class <laughs> unless, unless i'm getting like i'm seeing some keys here you can maybe even send me one now and the rest later like he was like wheeling a deal that you know i think this is the end of our conversation i was like well it's paywalling his advice all right <laughs> i did come master clean, business strategist i did come clean at the end i was like i you know if you weren't aware because that's how he started his email he's like if you weren't aware I'm you were. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he said that like if you weren't aware by the way this is a callback <laughs> yeah exactly um, i should explain my jokes as i go along and just like have that gif of uh rainier wolf castle that's the joke, <laughs> that's the joke. you suck mcbain <laughs> Oh. oh god i love that show still <laughs> it's so good that 10 years of it was so perfect exactly yeah i rewatched mm-hmm. it on disney plus and like i hit the i don't know i think i was a part way into season nine before i gave up even i'm like Mwah. season nine's I, got some good stuff it does some bad stuff season 10 is where i draw the line homer the trucker was the last episode for me i was like fuck this i'm out i don't even remember that i don't even think i made it that far ever uh yeah i hit like season nine like one of the last funny episodes that i remember is the new york one i thought that was funny yeah that one was part of the beginning of the end but like, yeah there's so many things about the structure of that one that i was like this is not correct yeah yeah that was like the one of the last ones where i was like it's funny but like isn't my, i think my favorite line for explaining like simpsons humor i don't explain it but like the line that to me typifies like perfect simpsons humor is Stupid babies need the most attention. (laughs) (laughs) I use this line, actually in a similar vein, this line all the time. I literally say it like once a week. It's like, no, it's the children that are wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's the children that are wrong. That's what I say it all the time. Because I'll, like, I'll pontificate with, like, William on, like, some opinion or something. And then I'll be like, am I out of touch? <laughs> like, like you know, I watched the movie Prey. I, like, JM, you were in that thread. The yeah. movie Prey. I didn't like it. It's Everyone so dumb. I fucking loved it. Twitter <laughs> loves it. Like, all the people I follow are like, oh, my God, Prey is so amazing. And then, like, you know, it's I so to stupid. People are, like, praising it. And I'm like, am I out of touch? Is it me? <laughs> No, it's the children that are wrong. The children are incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I, all the time. I don't know who. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how people are so gaga over it. It's oh my god! I, and I totally agree with you. Like they could have. I think you could have. I'm all for girl power. You're, you all know that. Like, yeah, you know, girl absolutely. power movies. Give me all the corn. Give me all the cheese. We need it now. Representation, all that stuff. Sure. But like, come on. And girl power, and then like also, I think it's the first major film where it stars an all indigenous cast or something. Like like it features like they're yeah, the main yeah. stars. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, but but you can but also everyone like, not... but her is an asshole. An asshole and or stupid, dumb as shit, stupid babies. <laughs> yeah. What what and and, it, and they went with like the really low hanging fruit of like well everyone hates the French I like I don't like why yeah, there's so there's so many there's so many cool things you could have done with like that yeah. I mean having the fucking predator come in as a fucking metaphor for white people was like, <laughs> yeah. amazing 
what? He was like in the sky forever. Like just, just doing donuts. Look at me. I am lightning incarnate, and no one sees that. Just like, her. No one looked up once. Yeah, all these fucking people who live in the fucking wild—they're just not weirded out by orange lightning in the middle of the fuck. Yeah, it was yeah. So there's just like a lot of moments where it's just like the the whoever wrote it or directed didn't trust the audience. Like the cow scene, and like without going too much into it, sure. it's not really a spoiler, but like the cow scene. And and then like she she goes you know she's captured or whatever and then she sees the cowhide on the guy I'm like obviously the audience didn't pick up oh they're the ones who did it not the predator and no but she had to like go the face of like realization and then also say out loud it was you (laughs) I was like God are we all stupid babies it's like it was written by middle schoolers yeah. Oh, I just am not a fan. I, I, you know, but no, it's the children that are wrong. It's not us. Damn, you and wrong. I, we're, we're ten we or <laughs> The ending is so aggressively stupid. Oh, oh say, okay. So there's also like, there's all these native guys that are like, you know, her family members. The tribe is like a family. And, uh, you know, they all get fucking killed by the predator, which is a very upsetting scene. Like, I'm like, I don't really feel good watching a predator just murder these Native American 20-year-olds. That feels weird. (laughs) Uh, But then she gets back to her village, and she's, you know, she's got her fucking, like, you know, uh, spoiler, she fucking wins. Uh, (laughs) She's got her fucking, like, head of a predator trophy. (laughs) And, like, everyone in this village is just like, yeah, she's back. And they're, like, fucking clapping. There's, like, a little girl literally, like, looking up to her, like, I can be a hunter. Everybody's so fucking so... She, like, gives orders, like, we gotta move the village. This isn't a good defensible position. She's fucking... And, like, nobody's, like, upset that, like, a dozen of their people are... Their war chief is dead. He's dead. Their war chief is dead. And, and this like, girl who has never hunted has literally run every time push came to shove. Like, something would come after her. She's like, I'm a hunt. I'm and out. it's because people just tell me I can't. It's not because she has a passion for it or, like, she thinks she can, like, or anything. No, it's because literally, pure pre- like, no one thinks she can, so she defiantly just will do it. And she has run she- every time she's faced with danger. And their war chief is dead. That tribe is screwed. <laughs> like, there's so- <laughs> Yeah, she, I mean, the, the movie also makes a point of showing her being bad at hunting. <laughs> yeah, so she's many so times. bad. Like, she's bad at it. Her grandmother's like, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, you're good at medicine. Like, maybe stick to this. She's like, no, I'm going to hunt. I'm the only one who can see the predator. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> oh, thank you, Claire. That was, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> that being said. We're not out of touch. It's not us. I watched Prey, and I was like, yikes. And then I watched Predator, and I was like, fuck yeah. And then I watched Predator 2, and I was like, oh, double yikes. This is very, this did not age well at all. <laughs> so, so Predator 2 is is also not good. There's so many things that don't age well. Sometimes I watch them just to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> How was I okay with this? Yeah, it, rem- it reminds me that, you know what? We are making progress, okay? We're, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, we've got a long way to go in a lot of aspects, but yeah. you just go back like 10, 20 years, like, you know, oh, yeah. we got we to gotta give ourselves props. I'm, I'm much happier having like a mediocre Predator movie with like real Native American representation versus like a high budget, you know, 90s Predator yeah. movie where L.A. is being destroyed by Jamaicans and Guatemalans with the most atrocious <laughs> oh costumes and accents. All <laughs> oh, the accents. <laughs> fucking terrible it's amazing uh 
Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, the children are wrong. It's always the children. <laughs> we, we, you know what we constantly, when we watch shows, uh, I can't even remember what we watched, where we're like the, the small, oh, we watched Sound of Music recently, and there's a lot of children in that, and, and the, the youngest was like, hey, why am I always the last one to be called? And then I can't remember Julie Andrews, someone was like, because you're the most important. And she has this big, shit-eating grin on her face. And William's like, God, children are so stupid. Don't believe <laughs> anything. Don't believe anything. <laughs> I love children. Just like, Whoever's yeah. listening, I do you love like, children. If you like just... <laughs> Telling children things because they'll believe anything. Maybe become an influencer. Or you can tell them what video games to buy. And then Clara can tell you what video games to tell them to buy. Just tell that child, why am I the last? Because you didn't buy Cult of the Lamb. You didn't buy Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's right. You cry, child. Stop crying and get your mom's wallet. Aggressive, aggressive marketing. <laughs> Very aggressive influencer <laughs> campaigns. We're like family dysfunctioning, like disruptive marketing. <laughs> we will right. go into your houses, dysfunctionize your family until you buy our games. What is this? Family jewelry? You could sell this. You know how many copies of Dropsy <laughs> and Omnibus you could buy? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Devolver Digital, we'll break into your house. <laughs> Buyer games. <laughs> it just needs to be like a clip that just cuts off. Buyer game. Buyer game. <laughs> um, fantastic. I'm never getting hired again after this. <laughs> you won't need to. You're going to be put in charge of this company. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of campaign. The next. The next Devolver election. Uh, I'm voting Clara. <laughs> um. So, Claire, so is it uh, getting roughly back on topic as we say our farewells? Um, the uh, so it's it's de- so devolver.gg goes to the influencer page, the influencer submission. I mean, I could be wrong, <laughs> but we're certain that influencers.devolverdigital.com does. Yeah, but it's cool. sh- like all of our games is not okay, it doesn't anymore. I should fix that. But it like uh, the only reason I know is because devolver.gg slash and then the name of the game is how you get to like the form. Specific so, games. Yeah, until they're out. So that's, I never like just go to devolver.gg myself. I should probably okay. make it redirect though. But yes, influencer.devolverdigital.com. Okay, will great. get you all the goods. All the goods. What do we have on there right now? Gumbrella, Meet Pixel 3, oh, Return nice. to Monkey Island, Terranil, Wizard with a gun. Oh, shit. And then a form of like all of our old games that we will still give you codes for potentially, maybe. Nice. You <laughs> promise to stream it and share it with your, tell your yeah. followers to to buy it. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks so much for being here, Clara. Thanks for sharing uh, your your tips and adventures in uh, influencer relations. My influencer relations. <laughs> that sounds so. <laughs> Is that not the term? Uh, I'm no, sharing sorry. my influencer relations. Share your influencer relations. No, that didn't. No. All right. Fair enough. Influencer wrangling. 
Yeah. All right. Um, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, super fun. Uh, Jared, do the thing. Do you like video games? Well, <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Follow us at Devolver, uh, or on Twitter at Devolver Digital, or on Instagram at Devolver Digital. We're on Facebook. We're not on MySpace. I bring that up every single time until we're eventually on MySpace. We have a Discord, discord.gg slash Devolver Digital. We're on TikTok, apparently, because I guess that's a thing now. Uh, what else? What else? Is that a oh, Twitch? Wait, sometimes. That was uh, yeah. That was the best one ever. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye.